You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Finance Minister Inogodongwana will today table the medium-term budget policy statement or the mini-budget in the National Assembly. The mini-budget sets uh, government's uh, policy goals as well as priorities and projects or projects the fiscal framework over the next three years for outlining spending and revenue estimates. For more on this, we join on the line by Matthew Parks, the Acting National Spokesperson and Parliamentary Coordinator for COSATU. Very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having us. It is a big one, but how should the midterm budget prioritize the needs of the workers and the ordinary South Africans in this respect, Mr. Parks? We've, look, we appreciate the, the crisis facing the states. We appreciate the expenditure crisis, and we need to reprioritize the budget at times. But it must be done in a way that protects the poor, rebuilds public services, and society into the economy. We hope the government will not simply take a reactive approach, which simply says we have expensive prices and for cut expenditure. We hope that they will actually show the decisiveness the situation requires and really into, and then a set of advantages that are going to be able to find that crisis or facing, which make it very difficult for the economy to grow. So we need to deal with the issue of load shedding. Let's give more support to ESCOM. We have to right now prioritize number one, the issue of transit. Manufacturing, the agricultural sector. That's key to getting the taxes the state depends upon to pay its debts, to fund its public services, to support the economy. We have to deal with a real crisis of endemic corruption and crime, which means giving support to the National Prosecuting Authority, the police, etc., for example, filling key vacancies. But we have to deal with the causes of our crisis, and we have many crises from a stagnant economy, a 42% unemployment rate, crime and corruption, low shedding, and so forth. But simply seeking to say, well, we're in a crisis, therefore let's pay nurses less, that's not going to resolve the issue. And no matter how much you pickpocket a nurse, it's not going to make the change on time. We've been having this discussion for the past you know, five years plus. It's time we really deal with the heart of the issues if we really want the economy to grow. If we continue to kick the can down the road, then things are going to deteriorate further and we're going to have less and less runway to play with. Now, we understand that the trade union federations <coughs> met with the finance minister and the president last week. Were you given any clarity on uh, Treasury's planned austerity measures? No, I mean, so when the finance minister uh, proposed the budget, obviously there's an issue of confidentiality and so forth, so there's limitations in what they can share with the public. But obviously we have, we've all seen some of the recent interventions and instructions to government departments to freeze vacancies or infrastructure investments, etc. Raise the concerns about that. <clears throat> I think for us it's about really saying for from our side, what we think needs to be done, to share our views. So we've said, for example, we think that on the revenue front, the critical thing is to give SARS more support. We have a tax compliance rate, for example, of 64%. So how can we increase that to 70%? Because that can generate about 120 billion rand money that's actually owed to the state currently. We've raised our proposal about what needs to be done to give further support to ESCOM to end low shedding, because that's key for every single workplace across the country. Similarly, around Transit and Prasa, government and so forth. So it's part of the ongoing conversation we have with government. We need to govern from time to time and we'll continue to need because we want government to succeed. Society depends upon it, the economy depends upon it, jobs need it. Um, but I think we hope that government will really respond with the kind of decisiveness that the extent of the crisis and the many crises that we're facing requires.
So, Kosatu is part of the Tripartite Alliance. Um, <clears throat> so, are you and the South African Communist Party ever consulted on the decisions which the ANC-led government take or plan to take, especially on issues pertaining to workers and the economy? It depends. Um, I think the alliance is like you know, many other marriages. It has ups and downs. It has moments of dysfunctionality and irritation. It also has moments of successes. I think our issue is that, number one, we have to we have a mandate from our members and workers to save jobs, to create jobs, to improve their lives. And so we engage with the alliance, we engage with government, um, we engage with parliament and NEDLEC and the public discourse and bargaining councils. Where government does well, like, for example, on the SOD grant, giving relief to 8 million people with all of its issues, or the presidential employment program, giving relief to 1.2 young people, we commend them, we cheer them on, want them to do better, and when they mess up, we tell them publicly and privately that you are blunted here and you need to pull up your socks quickly and offer alternatives. So, but it's a better to have that discussion, I mean, they have to agree with us all the time. Mm. They also have to listen to other parties too. But it just helps have the conversation. Trade is about having a conversation about how do we resolve our issues. We're not political to say we don't grant government, but we help to make sure the voice and the frustrations and the ideas of workers are heard by those with power mm-hmm. and nudge them to try to effect that. It's not an easy thing. It would love it to be a quick, once-off conversation. But the nature of human beings that you have to have and keep pushing until things improve. Yeah. I thank you so much. Matthew Parks, the acting national spokesperson and parliamentary coordinator for Kosatu. For more on the medium-term budget policy statement, we're joined on the line by Professor Yanni Rousseau, visiting professor at the Wits University Business School. A very good morning to you, Professor, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners. Now, the finance minister has warned of tough decisions come the medium-term budget policy statement. What are your expectations for today's mini-budget? I, find I first need to take a step back, Elvis. I've been warning about this outcome for the past decade. I've coined the word fiscal cliff for this situation where the country will literally run out of money. And the ministers indeed warned that the country can run out of money by March next year. So my, what I want to see in this uh, MTBP is, is how will a fiscal crisis be averted in South Africa? The government in this sense is a lot like every household. There's income, there's expenditure, and there's the difference between the two. And in in any household, if our income drops, our expenditure must drop. So the government must tell us how it will reprioritize expenditure owing to less revenue. The common concern uh, that is often raised when it comes to budget cuts is the potential increases in taxes. So, how likely, Professor, is a VAT increase on the table? Well, uh, in the past, the practice has been that tax changes uh, were announced in the February budget, not in the MTBPS. So it would be a major departure from past, call it, practice if uh, we see a tax change in this MTBPS. We've not seen that in the past. So going forward, there might be a bad increase. There might be increases in a whole array of taxes, but uh, I would be surprised to see it in the MTBPS. Mm -hmm. Now, you touched on the fiscal cliff that we are facing uh, because the minister has warned that South Africa is at risk of running out of money unless these significant spending cuts are introduced. Are we there yet, that facing that fiscal cliff, you think? 
Now we're very close to it because uh, the government's expenditure side has simply grown too fast. And uh, the other problem is that the government has borrowed money for consumption expenditure rather than for capital works, which is a really uh, a, a position that can't continue. You can't continue to use borrowed money for consumption expenditure. We're really borrowing from the next generations. The children will have to pay the interest on this debt and, of course, repay the capital in due course. And there's a limit to the ability of any government to borrow. And if the government continues in this way, we will see further credit downgrades by international credit rating agencies. So where will government find the money now that its expenses are more than its income? We also heard about the emergency fund to be maybe tampered with. You know, uh, the government will have to announce uh, expenditure cuts. And in my view, we have a lot of room for expenditure cuts. We have a bloated presidency. Mr. Ramaphosa has built this presidency with four ministers and four deputy ministers that can simply be cut. We have government departments that can simply be closed, like private enterprises. We small business development. Those ministries can be closed. And at the same time, the government must rid itself of non-performing state-owned enterprises. That's a heavy drain on the fiscus. Most of those, like SAA, is a vanity project for this government. They must simply get rid of it. Taxpayers can no longer afford it. I have to add, though, that I'm of the opinion that we need to give this country to the Springboks rather than to the government to run. At least the Springboks make us proud and they can achieve goals. This government cannot achieve any goals. In in the end. So if we can't achieve those goals, finally, how do we do it? How can we turn this around, so to speak, Professor? Well, we have an option next year to turn this around by getting rid of this government. As I said, this government is incompetent. This government has lost the ability to run South Africa effectively and efficiently. So next year in the general election, voters have the opportunity to get rid of this government by not voting for the ANC. And that's the final sanction on an inefficient, ineffective government. I thank you so much for your time. Professor Yanni Rousseau, visiting professor at Wits Business School. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM. Leading the conversation.